0: happy Monday. I hope you are doing well. So last week we spent a substantial amount of time talking about goals, goal setting, and priorities, and what goals even matter, and stuff like that. And I had outlined four different areas of focus for the upcoming year for myself. So the first area, and most important, is my inner health. So this is essentially happiness, internal wellness, and the like. The second area had to do with relationships and improving my relationships. The third area had to do with habits, building effective habits, and just having a little bit of routine in my ordinarily quite chaotic life. And finally, uh, finances. So just making sure I'm making ends meet, which is Pretty, pretty basic, bare bones. But today, what I wanted to talk to you guys about is some ideas about improving your inner health. And I have a really short list here because I, I don't think it's particularly co- uh, complicated to be happy, even if you're struggling. Um, and I don't mean to sound glip. So I've been through periods of time in my life where the idea that I could you feel happy on a regular basis would be sort of laughable. It's like, ha, can't even get out of bed. So how do you expect me to feel happy? But, um, there are a few things that, that I find really, really effective and that I'm, personally practicing just to, um, just to, to improve my own internal wellness. So I can have like kind of a consistent energy level so that I'm not constantly being rocked by, by the waves of life because things are going to happen. Stressors are going to occur. Things are going to, if I, if I'm the boat, sometimes there will be like calm seas and sometimes there's going to be like storms and that's just inevitable and inevitable part of being human. So instead of trying to shelter myself from any potential storm, which would be ridiculous, I want to become more resilient as a person so that when these storms happen, um, it doesn't tip me out of the boat. I'm able to keep my footing and stay even. So anyway, there are basically four things that I am working on at this moment for the next quarter, at least, to really try to regulate that, improve my resilience, and so on. So first of all, I want to be at a uh, cognitive behavioral therapy level five. So basically what I mean, this is, I like metrics and I like, so <laughs> it's for me to say something like feel better. It's not measurable. How do I know if I feel better? So the, the book that I've been talking about the last week or two um, called Feeling Good has a assessment on your overall inner health at any given time. So it's something you can do every week or so just to kind of see, test the waters. How are you doing? How is everything inside going? And I want to get to a point where I'm between a zero and a five. So that would be really, really low dysfunction. That would be like really strong inner health. I think the last time I did this, I was like in the (laughs) twenties. So, and uh, yeah, so it's, it's a little bit of a ways to go, which isn't, which isn't terrible, but, um, it's kind of like um, being at your ideal weight uh, or like within 10 pounds or so of your ideal weight. It's like, you feel really good. Generally, you have a lot of energy generally. And that metric to me is, um, is helpful because it gives me something to shoot for as opposed to just the vague, amorphous, feel better. Now, the way I'm doing that is by reading through the book and doing the exercises that go with it. So um, I'm doing like a daily dysfunctional thought assessment. I'm uh, experimenting with some other exercises, just like a little bit each day, like 15 minutes or so. And, and that's what I'm working towards there. Having a gratitude practice is another, <laughs> it's something, It's it seems so simple. It is so simple. And I've resisted it. I don't know why. I, I'm a grateful person, I, I like in general, I express a lot of gratitude for my life, but in terms of actually having like a structured gratitude practice, like doing a gratitude journal or whatever, I'm like, oh, this is too fluffy for me. I, I don't know why, I just push it away. But I have started working with a gratitude journal that my friend created and I've been really enjoying it. So I'm about a week into it and I intend to do it for the full 66 days that it spans. And it's basically like five minutes at the beginning of my day and five minutes at the end of my day. And I'm going to keep working with this because gratitude practices have been shown to improve your inner health. It's just like such a simple little switch. Be happy for the life that you have. And there's all different kinds of gratitude practices that you could do. So like another example would be negative visualization, which is basically when you imagine that you don't have something that you take for granted. So for example, you imagine what life would be like without uh, like a partner, a child, a job, whatever. The, The thing that you're like, uh, complaining about or being annoyed by, you imagine... Life without that, and then it makes you much more grateful in the moment for actually having that thing, which annoys you sometimes. Um, mindfulness um, is another one that improves inner health. Now, I've fiddled around with mindfulness, with meditation, etc. For me, I think I think the approach that I'm going to choose to take over the next three months or so is to just make sure I have time to think. This is something that I came upon by accident when my daughter was really, really little. So when she was a baby, she was basically like attached to me at all times. She wanted to nap on me. And if she was sleeping, she wanted me to sleep beside her and stuff like that. She's a baby, so I was okay with that. but what that left me with was a lot of pockets of time where I couldn't do anything. So I couldn't go on my phone. I couldn't um, like watch Netflix or do like, I was kind of just like stuck in a dark room for half an hour at a time. So I ended up having a lot of blank space in my days to just think, cause I couldn't do anything else. And this allowed me, uh, this, this was just huge because I feel like your mind is always churning on things. It's always chewing. It's like cow, like chewing on cut. There's always some kind of digesting happening. And I feel like it's easy to ignore that digestion, just feeding my mind more input, more input more input without taking the time to actually like absorb the things that I'm chewing on so it just made me feel smarter more together, um work through problems more easily made me feel a little bit more steady so that's the kind of it's a type of meditation, I guess you could loosely define it as uh meditation. that's the kind of thing that that's I find critical to my inner health. Finally, positive input. So I know I was just talking about uh, cutting off some, some of the input because we tend to take in a lot of input all the time. So like social media, TV, any kind of like entertainment is input. We're just being passive and we're consuming something. But though I don't think it's particularly healthy to be constantly in a state of consumption, when you do choose to consume something, let it be positive. So positive input for me, usually involves listening to a really interesting podcast episode, listening to a really interesting audiobook. Um, sometimes music fills that role, just something that, that lifts you up, that makes you think, that lights you up, that turns on the light bulb inside of you so that you're not just kind of like dull and bored. Something that, that really kind of wakes you up and makes you connect dots and go, ah, I never thought about that. If, if you can have some kind of, if you can have little bits of positive, oh, it could be from reading as well. So reading a book I find can be a really good way to have positive input lights me up, inspires me having some kind of input like that on a daily basis, especially in conjunction with reducing negative input, which could be news, um, social media, television. It depends what you're consuming in your relationship with it, right? Um, that is huge for, for inner health because it's kind of like the fuel that keeps me going. Um, any time in my life where I've been in a pretty high energy state for a long, consistent period of time, um, I, I'm feeding myself this input. I'm listening to personal development audiobooks. I'm listening to podcast episodes with top thinkers in their fields. Um, just constantly kind of absorbing new ideas, and um, that is really helpful. So those are basically that's the four things. Those are the four things I'm going to choose to focus on for the next quarter to just really. Um, be happy. Uh, It's such a, such a simple thing. Um, there's not a lot to it. So getting to like a CBT level five gratitude practice, meditation slash having thinking time, time where I'm not doing anything and positive input. That's it. That's what I'm going to work on in that one particular area. Now I have specifics that I'm doing, but I think that's enough for now. I will catch up with you guys in the next video.